The Brute Strength Podcast. With Hobbs and Danks. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah, you're on my bad. Yeah, there we are. All right, what's going on, man? Nothing, man. How you doing? I'm good. I am uh, posting a posting another podcast actually. Oh, as we speak. There you go. Yeah, my buddy uh, Dookie is at the like Super Bowl of barbecue contest this week. Oh nice. Where is that? It's the American Royal. It's in Kansas City. Oh right, that would make sense. Yeah, I think they hold it at is I think it like it's at the, the, is it like at Arrowhead? Or I think something? it I, it has been. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah. It yeah. has been. I don't know if it is this year. It should be. I don't know if Kansas City's home this weekend. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. They've got Baltimore in on the Keen- road. No, I think it's in. Kansas oh, it's in Kansas. City. Wow, that's a brutal schedule for Baltimore. Oh yeah, to they're start. Gonna, they're gonna, holy fuck. They might be on too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think it's at the Kansas uh, Kansas Raceway. The ra- they have like a NASCAR track there. Yep. that's fucking huge. So I think that's oh, where all right. It is. Yeah, yeah. That'll work. But yeah, it'd be dope to have it at Arrowhead. I've never been. Have you ever been to Kansas City? I have driven through Kansas City. You've driven through Kansas City. Yeah. Right. On one of my cross country yeah. drives. Yeah. yeah. Where's the shittiest place you played? Oh, jeez. <laughs> professionally. Profe- Let's start with professionally. First off, welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us, <laughs> because I know we'll forget to do this. Oh, that's true, yeah. Main Man Flavors. That's right. Benny, tough loss in week one for your yeah, brownies. Poor kid. But that's okay. I thought you. Pl- I thought they played. You, got, you, you guys are fine. You're fine. See, the thing is, though, fine. you say that, and... Uh, I know, I know, I know. Well, there's that, but then <laughs> you've probably never seen Benny watch a football game. I haven't. No, I haven't. Yeah, Benny likes to inflict pain on himself when things don't go well. Uh, so it was probably a really rough day for Benny. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I haven't talked to him about it yet, but I'm sure, you know, there's bruises on his body that yep. are from him. Mm-hmm. So... Man, the punching this of the is leg. A guy, this is a guy that played... You know, I used to play golf with Benny all the time before he moved up north, but... He missed a putt on – we were at, like, Willowdale or something. He missed a putt on 10, 11, 12. He missed a putt on 12 for par. Mm. And he whacked himself in the shin with his putter, like, six times. <laughs> like the mallet? Yeah. Well, no, I think it was, like, it was the, the, the shaft. It all, doesn't matter, dude. It's, a, it's, it's all your, bent. It's your shift. Yeah, it's so your shift. I think, I think Benny's – much more under control these days. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago now. But well, maybe he puts I'm it all into his Benny. sauces. These are all just funny Benny stories. Yeah. Cause Whatever. You got to. Benny's humongous, mm-hmm. so you know, he's like a bear. Have you ever? He's like legitimately like a bear. My 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 daughter's met him a couple times. Yeah, he's and, a huge man. And I'm like, oh, like I'll mention Benny, and she's like, oh, is that your friend? That looks like a bear. I'm like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> he is a big man. Yeah, that's true. He's probably the the. He's like the nicest bear in the world. Probably the strongest person I know. I would I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me it's him. I don't know this guy anymore, but Robert Eck on uh who played who played hockey with me in Maine. Sure. He's like the six six Swedish dude. Mm-hmm. Kind of looked like Drago. He wasn't like Jack Diesel, but yeah. he was six six and like just wiry strong. He he like 
his max bench press was like 400 pounds. Like three rep max was like 400 pounds. He broke our he broke the squat record. He was so just he's incredibly strong. Not like, the type of Scandinavian that Don Cherry. Would no, talk the opposite. About. No, the opposite. Like the lumberjack guy that like tears trees down with mm-hmm. his bare hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was incredibly strong. It was yeah. like freakish how strong he was. It was crazy. Did he play pro at all? No, I don't think so. You know, he's a he's an okay player at that yeah. level. But he was so like if he got you, like if he got a hold, he, you know, guys get around him and stuff. But sure. if, if he got a hold of you, yeah, you, you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> Mainmanflames.com is where you can find them online. Great hot sauces, uh, the Ain't Right, the Blueberry Habanero, the Teriyaki Sauce. They have all kinds of great sauces and relishes. Find them online and stores all across the state. Mainmanflavors.com. Also, Nosh Kitchen Bar on Congress Street. Uh, visit Nosh online uh, and also uh, check them out. They are The hours are different than they used to be. I should say that because of everything that's going on. Yeah. but. Uh, so make sure you check the hours, but uh, awesome food. It's just, it's, it's just, a, it's a really cool place to hang out. I, it's one of, it's just a really nice hit spot. Fun. Yeah. It's a fun spot. It's yeah. not like even someone like me can tolerate being. There. Yeah. It's like outskirts of downtown. So yeah. you don't have, it's not as crazy, but it's still a really hip scene. And it's, it's a, it's a great spot. You're going to find great beer list, great food and all the likes. So it is a it hip scene, but yep. it's also not a, a douchey atmosphere. No, and it's not yeah. a douchey atmosphere. Yeah. You can so someone get. Like, someone like me could hang out there and like have a decent time yeah. and not want to kill everyone. You can get a burger with slab pizza slab as the bread. Oh, that is so amazingly gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my brother weighs like 80 pounds, ate it in like three bites. Did he really? He crushed probably it? didn't gain like any weight whatsoever from <laughs> He lost weight from like the calories it took to right, eat it. Right, from burning it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's uh, did he eat, did he eat that? Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. I can't even finish a burger and fries there. It's a lot of food, man. The fries is the, the fries are awesome. Fries. Yeah, it's a ton of fries. Yeah. So, can you get Main Man flavors at Nosh? I don't know. It's a good question. Those guys don't like they yeah, run Benny the same crowd, right? Yeah. Other, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so Javier, back to you. Uh, you were saying professionally, what was the where was the shittiest town you played in? That's a good question. Um. Because you were in Memphis, right? Yeah, I mean, that might be it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Columbus, Georgia. uh, Columbus, Georgia. Where's uh, Columbus, Georgia? I think it's like in the northwestern part of Georgia, I think. Not entirely sure. Yeah. Uh, But we played down there, and, you know, it's a military town, so that's cool, but... It's one of those military towns that all there is is... Um, oh, my God. There's nothing there. Yeah. All there are are pawn shops, um, like Western Union places, yep. and elite, and like strip like strip clubs and massage parlors. Hmm. And that's pretty much the whole town. Oh, okay. That's pretty much it. So, I'm... It's s- not... It's just... Well, I mean, it's pretty shitty. There's really nothing. I mean, it's legit in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Is it in the northwestern part of Georgia? Yep. Am I right about that? And like the northwest closest of Atlanta somewhere? Right? E, where's Atlanta here? Um, no, it's it's southwest of Atlanta. Oh, southwest. So actually, okay, southwest. Georgia. It's more west. It's more true west than northwest. Okay, yeah. Because it is directly west of Montgomery, Alabama, which is about an hour and a half away. Yeah. So yeah, because you have Macon to the east, Atlanta to the, there's nothing there. No. There's yeah, that's yeah. wow. Ma- Macon was in our league too, making me crazy. They they were called the Macon Whoopie. Really? Yeah. That's terrible. 
That's awful. I think they were also the making bacon for a while. Making bacon? Yeah. But when I played against them, they were the making whoopee. And randomly, a dude I played with at Kent State was on the making whoopee. Really? Another incredibly strong person, this dude, Eric Ragor. Mm-hmm. Like, top three strongest people I've ever known. Like, this, this guy had, like, muscles in his feet. You know, like, he'd be standing there barefoot, and his feet were just, like, shredded. <laughs> Never miss leg Just day. an Adonis. And he wasn't like a workout warrior mm. guy. He was just naturally an Adonis. And naturally giant. Just completely jacked. No body fat. Just muscles rippling all over his body. It was crazy. Where did all those kids come from? Like the where was, where was Kent State? Where was Kent State recruiting All over from? Connecticut, yeah. or, uh, Canada a lot. Uh, yeah. But a lot of Western, uh, yeah, Minnesota, and a lot more kids from the West in Canada than, okay. than out East. But uh Rags, I think, was from Wisconsin or something. He was from out there somewhere. Great, like again, like nicest guy in the world. Like one, like we, I hadn't seen him. We were, we, we had dinner uh, after we played, but uh, and I haven't seen him since, sadly. But mm-hmm. one of the nicest people in the world, and just like freakishly strong, like just completely shredded, just <laughs> jacked out of his mind, just muscles everywhere, and um, super nice guy. He was either Canadian or like. From Wisconsin, because he's super, like, you know, that kind of guy, like, really nice Midwestern kind of guy. Was he a fighter in the Central? Oh, no one, no one, no, no one big. fucked with yeah, him, because he's big. just, yeah, you didn't want to yeah. fuck, you didn't want to fight him. <laughs> pick, pick someone else. <laughs> Lots of guys will fight you, you don't have to pick him, you don't have to fight him. So if you're that big, like, are you, an, are you an enforcer if you are, like, if it, no one wants to fuck with you? Yeah, I mean... You know, How's that work? Like Rags is a good player, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, no, I know. I'm not. I'm not so trying like, to. So if you're a good player and you're like that, like yeah. you're gonna fight once in a while because some asshole's not gonna know who you are and you beat the fucking piss out of right, him. Right. Then everyone. And that know. guy's never gonna fight you again. <laughs> right. But so like a guy like Rags probably had to fight you know a handful of times. Mm-hmm. His you know, but I, but but you can kind of enforce guys, just by reputation. Yeah, and then yeah. there are guys that are paid to fight. Like right. Like we had sure. a defenseman who his job was to fight. You know, Jesus I mean that was his job, and he knew it, yep. and we all knew it. It was fine, and so. <laughs> Usually he fought, you know, because he was the fighter, right? And so it would be every and game. And then we had a bunch of other guys that would fight sure. and did fight a lot, but we had a guy that was like our fight. Was the fighter mm-hmm. fighting every game? I mean, out of 80 games, probably fighting 65. It's pretty high. 60. That, man, it's, that's a, a, it's a fucking a high percentage. Horrible way to make a living. Jesus Christ. He's doing it for like, you know. Nothing, I mean, right? He was probably doing it for 1000 bucks a week or maybe 1500 a week. Like, he was one of our better paid guys. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's getting two grand a week. Sure. I don't know. That that's kind of right. To get your head caved in in, in minor league hockey, that's yeah. Because like rookie sh- scrubs like me, we're getting like, and, and it's plus room and board. So it's sure. not just two. It's two grand plus like room yeah. and board. But like a scrub like me is making like you know right under like probably nine hundred bucks a week with room and board. Sure. So, I mean it's not terrible. I mean it's still pulling almost four grand a month, but and no no expenses. Right. Right. It's so, not. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. It's bad. actually not awful. It's better than like minor league baseball. No. Like yeah. Like you're gonna make like. 28 grand during it's just during the season of course and you have no expenses so that's probably closer making like 50 grand or something Mm -hmm. and then you have summers to go coach camps or do whatever else so in even at that level you can probably scrape together like 60 65 grand even if you're not like a super high paid guy and then we had the one guy who was drafted by the red wings uh you know played like a two or three games in the nhl was career ahl guy for the most part then was at art was in the central mm-hmm. towards the end of his career and he'd been there for like five or six years 
had kids. Like they were in school there. So he was like, he was just kind of playing it. So up. he was like employed like year round, kind yeah. of by the team. Like oh, okay. They paid him yeah. as a player during the season, then as like an uh, pers- like an office guy during the. Sure. Yeah. So he was probably yeah. he was probably bringing in like seventy five, eighty, right. maybe close to hundred from the team. You know, which not bad. without doing camps and all the sure. other shit, and again, all the room board stuff paid for at least an allowance for it. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like if you if you like, you can be that guy that, like establishes yourself as the guy, and you know, but that's not very many guys. I mean, most guys are. If you're still rolling around those buses at like thirty, you know, yeah, I mean, it's fine, good for them, but you know, it's. The, I looked at it, was like, that's not going to be me, right? Yeah. The bar, the the Barfield stories was it Jeremy? Yeah, Jeremy Barfield stories about flying, flying planes, planes in, Mexico in Mexico was the most frightening thing I'd ever heard in my life. Right, but like not that uncommon for sure. guys at our level trying to yeah. make it. Right, and like someone like me who I knew I wasn't going to make it. I mean, mm-hmm. I was barely good enough to play at that level. Right, I mean, and I was small. Like I knew that. Like I'm doing one year playing pro just to do it and to say I could. Just yeah, but say, how long could you have gone overseas and played? Oh, probably depending on where I yeah. could have played a long time. Sure, yeah, I could have played, you know. But but you know, again, like in France, you know, or something, it would have been mm-hmm. nice. But you know, I'm a dick. I mean, right? That's fucking terrible. Kind of a fun experience. It's though, it's tax free, yeah. and they're paying your room and board too. That's and true. You know, some some guys, some teams will get your car and stuff. But again, that's not like I'm not getting a car. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, you like? Although if I if dude, I played you like, a while, were you like? Well, couldn't you go over there and be like, "Yo, I'm the fucking, I'm the fucking man from Spain that beat the fucking Dutch back in that's right back yeah, in '89 or whatever me, that we that yeah. would have got me a little sway, mm. a little sway, yeah." What year was that? I don't know. I was like 17, so probably 73 birth date. So what, like 90, 91, 90, 91, yeah, 90, 91, somewhere in there, yeah. And so, like, I had played for a while, and, like, so like and literally, de- de- like yeah. established myself as a, sure. as a decent player at like. Some shitty league in Europe. Yeah, they might have got me a car or something. So basically, and it would have been dope. I wish I had, honestly. The, like, my, like Trevor. Yeah, he he played in England for a year. That's cool. He played in the East Coast. Like he played yeah. in the he played a bunch in the minors. But his last year, he played in England, and he said it was awesome. Yeah, he loved it. That's cool. You know? Like a decent league. So the two most important things that happened in Spain in 1992: the dream team. Yeah, and my hockey team. And you, you winning. <laughs> That game. That was a big game. Yeah. Still talked about in certain circles in Spain. Like in the hockey annals of the world? In the hockey world in Spain, that's a famous game. That's awesome. Yeah. What was what was Save the tournament? The Federation. It was the World Junior B tournament, which, you know, is pretty high. I mean, that's like Switzerland and the old Yugoslavia and Italy and you know, Spain plays in like group fucking C minus now. <laughs> It always did, but the reason, yeah. the reason, the only reason we were in that term is because we were hosting. You're hosting, right. so in a mountain town, in a mountain, beautiful mountain town in Spain called Haka, hockey's been around because in on the French border in the Pyrenees, hockey yep. in Spain has kind of been around because they played in France for so long. So mm-hmm. some of these border towns have always had rinks and had played hockey for a while. So Haka is like one of the sort of like hockey centers of Spain, really maybe the only hockey center of Spain. But um, you know, like they play hockey in Andorra too, right? Sure. So that's where the tournament was. So we were in because we were we were hosting. I mean, we should have been like the Group D tournament, <laughs> but we fucking beat Holland's ass five to two, and we stayed in Group E. And the federation gave us a million bucks. Not like the players, but right the, the federation. The sports federation gave the hockey program a million dollars because we won the game. 
That's awesome. Yeah, like it was like they were gonna continue to fund it or not, sort of depending on how we did. And so you say, and like the popularity of the tournament, and the tournament was super popular. Like we had huge crowds when we beat Holland. The place was fucking packed. Like that's awesome. Spanish flags waving, shit. Mm-hmm. We're throwing our sticks in the crowd after the game. It was fucking amazing. It's probably like the greatest moment in my hockey life. So, like even better than playing in Maine. Like that one moment, like playing in Maine was the best thing ever. You but that one tournament, like that one moment, like beating the Dutch and shit, like. Being like, like we were out like five in the morning partying, people are carrying us around on the shoulders and shit. It was fucking unreal. It's like we won the Super Bowl or something. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, because we that won is, one game. Right, that is yeah. really fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> that Switzerland beat us like six two. We lost like seven to one to fucking Italy. <laughs> no, dude, that's fucking cool. But we beat the fucking Dutch, dude. Like you're the reason why they're still a national team. No, a part. I mean, yeah, a, a small part of it. Oh, fuck but, everyone but else. We you won. Did it. Like, yeah. how many saves do you have in that game? Oh, I had 65 70 saves in every game I played in that tournament. It's <laughs> fucking getting pelted. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, like, I won player of the game every game we played. And, uh, and you know, we're, we're losing 6-1, 7-2, and I was getting player of the game. <laughs> we had one kid that was pretty good, though. This kid, Alaini Turaldi, great Basque name. He's from San Sebastian, the same town I'm from. And he was, like, pretty good. He was like, all right, he scored goals for us. Like, yeah. in that game, I think he had a hat trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he was easily our best player. <laughs> it was awesome. He actually came here to play, and he just, a oh, poor kid, so. <laughs> Didn't work out? Well, so I was, you know, we had this incredible experience together, so I stayed friendly with him for a yeah. while, and uh, I was like, you know, maybe you come to the States, see if, you know, how you stack up. Maybe you could play, you know, here a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he was good enough to, like, you know, hang anyway. So I bring him to my, my and I've told Junior Bruin stories, right? So I'm bringing this fucking sheltered Spaniard kid who doesn't speak any English from, like, this beautiful town in northern Spain where, like, it's just, life is just so much different. Going to church every Sunday, like, super family. Right, meanwhile, like, now you're, you're dressing You're dressing up every day to, like, go to school and, like, yeah. go out and shit. And I'm bringing them to, like, yeah, like, <laughs> like the most Boston fucking team. with hey, like Fox! Yeah, exactly. The most sullies in the world on it. <laughs> right, and, just busting balls left and right. Just brutal, right? right? And we're fucking playing, like, all these other junior teams and on the buses, and, you know, there's tons of fights and shit. And this kid was like, I, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> he lasted, like, a month, and he's like, yeah, I, I don't like this. We're like, all right, we get it. He's a nice kid, though. I, it was just such a cultural... Like, mind fuck. It was it, like thinking back on it now, like, you know, mm-hmm. as a kid, you don't really realize it. You're like, what the fuck, right? Sure. Like, why can't this kid, like, you know, but looking back on it, I mean, the cultural, I mean, to the most racist, most like idiotic fucking people in the world, right? There's no one more racist and idiotic than someone from Southie in like 1990. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think like young kids, and I'm sure some younger people listen to this podcast, like, and you're always hearing about like all the racial, t- like, you guys have no idea what racial tension's like. You guys have no idea what racism's like. Like, go to fucking Boston in the early 90s. You want to see some racism? And those kids had no other word for black person than either N-bomb or something else completely colorful. Same with every other, every other minority in the world. Like, every minority had some hugely grotesque word that was associated with it, which is the only word these kids used ever. Mm-hmm. So, that shit, that, like, you have, that, you have not seen this. If you're under 30, you have never seen what that was like, ever. Like, nothing even remotely close to it. So, and that's what I brought this kid into, right? Holy fucking no chance. <laughs> Here you go, kid. Good and luck. No, kids can't speak English. <laughs> fucking kids are these assholes in the world, right? <laughs> oh, just kid. fucking killed them every oh, day. Oh, gosh. So, and, you know, I'd be like, fuck you guys. Shut the fuck up. They'd be like, uh, you know. 
If I get like two seconds later, someone sort of fucking taco shell at him or something. <laughs> oh man, you know. So it was brutal. Do you remember the teams you lost to? Yeah, we lost to Italy. We lost to Switzerland. We lost to Austria. Mm, okay. And we beat Holland. I don't think we played Yugoslavia. It was still unified at the time, I think. Wow, it was still unified. Then we're talking, yeah. Before, it was 91. It was 91. 91 somewhere yeah. in there, yeah. And was it the World Junior Tournament? Like yeah, the, it was the World Junior B Tournament. World Junior B Tournament. Because I found, all right, so I found the 1991 World Junior Ice Hockey Championships. Yeah, that might be what it was actually called, yeah. But Ice Hockey Federation. This was hosted in Canada, though. Yeah, that's not us. Yeah. This would be Junior B. Right. Haka. And at the time, you know what's even more fucking crazy? I forgot about this. At the time, Haka was trying to host the Olympics. <laughs> so I have all this. Well, how do you spell Haka? Uh, J-A-C-A. I, had, uh, I have all this paraphernalia in my house from like Haka 1998 because they, they were bidding for like the 98 or, two, or something games. And all this like yeah, dude, that's where uh, Nagano in '98 probably right. Yeah, like Haka yeah. Olympic, like all <laughs> no this shit, like all this Haka Olympics. I have all this shit in my house. Not like a ton of it, but I have yeah, a, yeah, a few, yeah. few posters and stuff that have the Haka Olympic Haka thing on it. Yep. Like I'm sure, I don't. know, Maybe it's worth something. Maybe some people are that fucking into. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, so they were trying to. So we went to like all these. So it was just an, like Spain's always awesome because there's always a million fucking like. Parties and yep. like festivals going on. Like every sure. month, there's some festival where it takes like three I weeks. I want to go to that tomato one where they all just that one's even yeah fuck each other with tomatoes. The, the best one is Semana Grande, which means the big week, and it's in August. And basically, mm. the month of August, people just party. Oh, that's cool. And there's like fireworks every night, fucking yeah. you know parades well, and. To your point, Javier. Yeah. Okay, so round one, 1998 bidding results. Haka had 19. First place votes to Nagato's 21. They had the second yeah, it was most. Close, yeah. Like they thought they were going to yeah. get it. Like, and then it was... round two, I don't know. Someone paid a, someone yeah. paid a bunch of people to not vote for Haka because they only had five votes. Right. Yeah. That's when, well, that's when, you know, and then everyone voted for Nagano, right? Yeah. Nagano beat Salt Lake City. Yeah. So, but Haka was in it, man. Like it was legit and it was awesome. So yeah. during the whole time we were there, there were all these like Olympic festivals and shit, like celebrating like Haka trying to get the Olympics. So it yeah. was like, and that's why we had the, and that's why the junior B tournament was there. Okay, it was all gotcha. tied in together. Yep. So there was all this fanfare. There was all this like media attention. I was getting interviewed by like all like the national fucking radio uh, <laughs> stations and shit. So I was like a, I was like a, like a, for like a week and a half. I was like reasonably famous. In Spain. <laughs> that's cool, dude. <laughs> that's a really cool story, though. And like to be was, able to tell somebody. Yeah. That's really that's really funny. But it was funny. cool. It was fucking aw- Haka's awesome too. If you ever you know if you ever traipse around the Pyrenees for some reason, but I love the trips. It's around unreal. The like it's an incredible town. Uh, Haka was the host city of the 1981 and 1995 Winter uh, Uni- Universidades. Is that how you say? I don't know. Oh yeah, whatever. Oh, they- Universidades. Like, yeah, like Universidades. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, they also hosted the European Youth Olympic Winter Festival. Uh, they also tried to get in. Uh, yes. Okay. So it wasn't just 98. They tried in 98, 2002, and 2010. Wow. Yeah. So I was there for the 98 run. Because oh, and 2014 for the. Wow. Jesus. It'd be awesome tried, yeah. if they ever get it. Yeah. Um, although I don't know how that city would possibly support well, it. Although the mountains, I mean, you got the Pyrenees, all the winter sports. Like right. What are like infrastructure, mountains. you know, it's a hotels. Small, it's a small town. It'd be travel like, it's almost like, it'd almost be like, it's not as small as Lake Placid, but it's yeah. not. It's small. It's a small, you know. I bet you Hawk has been around for a thousand years. I mean, it's a small mountain town. 
It's gorgeous looking. It's unreal. Yeah. It's fucking unreal. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. It's one of the coolest places. No, it looks been. like, yeah. It's, wow, don't don't host the Olympics. You'll ruin it. I know. I agree. Like, oh, we were thrilled. We were thrilled they didn't get it. Right. Because you know what they'll do? They'll fucking like oh, put yeah. in dormitories for yeah. all the, you know, just yeah, look like a, shit. They'll turn to like yeah. housing. Yeah. Don't fucking do that shit. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Just. <laughs> and I don't know if they still have the, the rink they had when I was there, but it was this like beautiful wooden, you know. I bet you they do, Javier. Beautiful wooden rink, like a gorgeous. Well, I'm sure it's really building. nice now if they're trying to get the Olympics. They have to at least show that they have some sort of rink well, that's worth worthy. Well, when I was there, though, they were trying to get the Olympics and this was the rink they had so right. I, I wonder if they just you know this is beautiful though it's a beautiful rank just small sure. they would have had gotcha. to expand it somehow mm-hmm. but uh yeah i mean it's a it's an awesome place i've actually been no i think that was my only time there yeah there's another town called Puchetada, which is in the pyrenees where i played hockey when i was a little kid another beautiful these incredible mountain towns that you know been around for a thousand years hmm. maybe longer yeah I could live there. Average weather is incredible. January, it's 40. February is 42. March is 47. April's 50. May is 58. June, 65. July, 71. August, 70. September, 64. October, 56. 46 for November. 41 for December. That's amazing. So it's not warm. It's but not it's warm, not but it's not cold. Yeah. yeah it's that's, fucking nice. Like every day. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's fucking play golf there. It's kind of like Great. you know what it is, Hob. It's like it's a good day every day. Yeah, every day. If it, the yeah. average is hey, so. What's it like? Oh, it's nice. Right. It's never too cold. Like it's never too hot. Your wardrobe's very limited, <laughs> right? You're going from like a sweater to maybe right. a pair of shorts. Right. And then the average high in July is 85. So you'll have a couple oh, yeah. hot days. You get some yeah, you get some good days. Get some summer in July and August. But the average low is like 30. That's it. It's amazing. Just under, and yeah. you can go up in the mountains to get that cold. Yeah. Go skiing. Do all the. What a fucking perfect it's place a, to it's live. It's a paradise. It is a it is a paradise. I'm gonna buy a house. Incredible place. Yeah. See what the house is rent for. Yeah, it'd be Haka, interesting. How much Haka is Haka real estate? Yeah. Haka. Let's buy a fucking let's buy an apartment. In Haka. <laughs> All right, every, everyone, throw in a little bit of money. Yeah, let's get a Kickstarter going for a bootstring pod apartment in Haka. All right, Jacob Beach Realty. Oh wait, no, I don't want that. Haka. No, no, Haka Spain, you shitheads. Yeah. The fuck? What other kind of Haka would there be? They're Haka. Ooh, there we go. Property. Haka Lube? Huesca. It's in the kingdom of Aragon, huh? Mm. That's such a dorky sounding thing. All right, Javier, we can get a flat. Okay. For with a garage included, three bed. Okay. Oh, hold on. It's in it's in uh, it's in euro. I want to get the American. Uh, I'll get get the translator <laughs> get the ex- out. Get the exchange rate. Going. Get the exchange rate going. Euro to American. Okay, all right. So it's eighteen cents to every euro right now. That's actually not that bad. Um, eighteen cents. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a dollar eighteen. Yeah, dollar eighteen. I thought you meant our dollars worth eighteen cents against the euro for a second. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? We're fucked. What did that happen? <laughs> Yeah, I forgot to tell you we're absolutely yeah. fucked right now. <laughs> Dude, I haven't been on Twitter today. I didn't notice. Okay, so you can get a flat, three-bedroom flat for $220,000. That's super That's fucking not reasonable, man. Yeah. I'm going to move my family there tomorrow. I am considering it. We can do the show from there. Fuck, let's do that. We just <laughs> talk to my woman and I. Just both moved to Hakka out of nowhere. Like, honey, let's move to Hakka. She's a, she, 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 she could get a job. Oh, there. here we go. 
Yeah, so I mean that's medical profession. Abby can work anywhere too. Yeah. Like it's perfect. And then yeah. we can do we can we can fucking do the PM jab from there if we have yeah. to. Yeah. I think <laughs> you guys get bored in Hakka though. Well maybe not. Like skiing a, and all that outdoorsy ton, stuff. And there's a ton of restaurants. It's like super Are there pets? It's like super chic, right? Abby it's, will be fine if it's there's like, animals. It's like we're like the really <laughs> chic people that, you know, don't go to like the shitty trendy places. How far of a trip to cities all across like how far I mean it's I don't even think it's that you're probably taking a train to Switzerland? What what part of Spain is it in? It's on it's in the Pyrenees. It's in the French French Spain. Oh, Spain. the Spain. Okay, okay, yeah. gotcha. Sorry, I'm confused of where I am right now. Yeah, it's in the. It's, I gotta look. It's like not that far from Andorra. I mean, it's oh, like, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somewhere. I'm an idiot. Why did I say Switzerland? So, I mean, you take a train to Paris. I I just don't know like where the biggest train hub would be from there right. to get to wherever else you go. But you can take trains all over Europe. I mean, that's yeah, absolutely, yeah. dude. I'd love to live in Europe. Yeah, so. It might be like you may have to take a train. What's the is like? What's the closest bigger city to it? Zaragoza, okay. Barcelona. Oh, it's that far. It's that Wait, far. That's what I'm trying. Um, it's that far down towards Barcelona. I thought it was further up towards. Hold on, I was looking because right find Andorra. I think. Well, I was I was just looking at the wrong thing. I think it might be. I'm fucking everything up here. Hold on. It's somewhere in. Oh, there it is. Okay, uh, it's the closest is uh, Zaragoza. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so you probably have to take a train there and then mm-hmm. a train to build our. Or like you said, I mean, I mean, you could go over to Andorra. What's in? Does Andorra got anything going? Just it? it's just Andorra. Other than being tiny, it's, it's a country. Yeah. Well, I think it's duty free. I don't think there's taxes there. If you buy shit. I remember, like, it's probably not kids yeah. buying like cartons of cigarettes and shit there. Wasn't Monaco like that? Oh, maybe that's yeah, right. an independent little. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm sure Luxembourg's like that too, right? I don't know, but Andorra is fucking like Andorra is a fucking town. I know, it's so weird and that it's, a, it's its own it's independent. A, it's a yeah. country, like, and it's got this big. The main street goes up this huge hill, mm-hmm. and that's like the whole fucking thing. <laughs> like, the what's the median? Income like what do you think Andorra? the house? What do you think the median household income in like Monaco is? Oh, I don't know, a million bucks. I mean, let's I, look it up. I wonder what it is in Hakka. Oh sure, yeah. It doesn't you say know? I'm on their face. There's nothing about the uh, yeah. economy on the page. But I'm like two hundred twenty grand yeah. for a like, and that was like a nice apartment, three bedroom, nice apartment. Monaco has the world's highest GDP, nominal per capita at one hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. Uh, do, 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 do. That's average. Unemployment rate is well. Who knows what the unemployment rate is yeah, now with everything? But forty-eight thousand workers who commute from France and Italy each day. Yeah, you know, that's right. But you know, what about the people who live there? I bet it's impossible to get citizenship there. Monaco has a twenty percent VAT plus high, uh, high social insurance taxes payable VAT? by both employees and in, employers and employees. What the fuck? Twenty <laughs> percent? Holy shit! Monaco has never levied income tax on individuals. Oh, that's awesome. The and, VAT tax is incredible. And foreigners are thus able to use it as a tax haven from yeah. their own country's high taxes because, of, as an independent country, Monaco is not obliged to pay taxes to other countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I bet it's impossible. Fuck, I bet though, it's dude. impossible to get citizenship in Monaco. Right, yo, you have to be like Bono yeah. or someone. Yeah, you have to yeah. be super rich or born there. Right. Yeah, it's like a Pandora. You can never leave though. That's the thing. No, you're. Yeah, yeah you the, gotta stay. Yeah, it's not uh, the worst thing in the world. No, it's probably love right. for like hookers and casinos. Yeah, 
money. <laughs> right, if you're rich. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> exactly. Just go buy somewhere, somewhere else. <laughs> you just always have to keep in a, you have to keep a residence there. You wouldn't yeah. have to live there. So that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, Andor, the banking sector, which is a tax haven status, also contributes substantially to the economy. With <laughs> all these small countries, yeah. are. I mean, they're all the same. Yeah, they're just thing. money, fucking. Yeah, yeah, they're all the same. As I said, there's no, or maybe it was maybe that's changed, but there was no. It was like I remember it being tax free, duty free, buying everything there. Maybe that's changed. Maybe now it's. I don't know. Uh, Andorra has historically one of the world's lowest unemployment rates. I'm sure. Because no one lives there. Right. There's like 20 jobs, and they yeah. all have them. Not a lot of cultural diversity there either. <laughs> 77,000 people. Yeah, like less than fucking greater Portland, dude. Yeah. Much less. It's like the population of Portland itself, the city. It's like yeah. 65,000. It's a country. <laughs> That'd be like if Portland, Maine was a country. That's so weird. Yeah. It's just it's cred- it's crazy to think about. Yeah. Like, Monaco's tiny. Like, just... Yeah. It's... What was the population like, of Monaco? Right? Monaco, I think it's like twenty. Is it twenty thousand or something like that? Is, or is, no, it's gotta be. It's gotta be more than that, that's, right? That's like less people than were in my freshman class at Kent State. <laughs> uh, it is thirty-eight thousand. That's incredible! Wow. Yeah, that's less. So you than, couldn't even that's fill less than most public universities. You couldn't in fill most stadiums with that. You couldn't fill one college football, like one division one no. college football stadium. No, dude. Maybe the, Idaho. It's like a sellout at UConn. Yeah, like yeah. Idaho. You'd probably pack Idaho. Mm-hmm. That's wild. It's crazy. Yeah. They're all rich as balls, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. incredible to think about how tiny those some of these so, countries are. What the, who, uh, here you go, Javier. Oh, Vatican City. That shouldn't even count. Yeah. That's richest. All right, I'm trying to find like an actual something we've heard of. Luxembourg. Luxembourg? Yeah. Uh, Liechtenstein, 39,000. Wow. Uh, Luxembourg, wow, it's up there. It's probably 100,000 100, more. It's a big city. It is, yeah, that's true. It's like it's, a legitimate. Yeah, it's 634,000. Yeah, yeah, it's a legitimately big mm-hmm. city. Yeah. Anyways. Still one city. So, oh, again, maybe we could go play on the Andorran fucking Olympic soccer team, though. We could. I bet you we wouldn't. The problem is that some of the, they're all tax savings, though. They're all they're rich. We need the poor version of this. That's true. Like what? What is yeah. the poor Andorra? Like an island? It's got to be an island country. It would have yeah, to be an island some, like, country. Yeah, some tiny country in Africa or something. Yeah. But you're probably dealing with some, uh, you know, testy political situations in those countries. Yeah. So. Yes. May not have funding for sports teams. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all right, we'd like to play on your uh, national soccer team. What soccer team? Are, oh, are you paying for it? Oh, we <laughs> we'd like to establish a national soccer. Yeah, team. we'd have to probably pay to play. Yeah, like that Chinese uh, that Chinese kid. Did you see? Did you see that? No. The, the, this must have been like a month ago. There was a. God, it might have been first division, in China, a soccer team where a. Fought, like basically, I think it was the one of the owners' kid, like one of the minority owners' kids. Basically, was on the team because he was rich, and he was like, "Dude, he literally was like, like 250 pounds up there, like this fat little kid, but not little kid. I mean, he's probably 20 whatever years old playing, but it was so embarrassing. You're kidding, really? Nope. It's like literally and they had to play him. Like yeah, he's out there. Yep, it was literally like one of those stories where. We always It's like a shitty high school right, story. Exactly. It's a shitty high school story. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I was trying to say basically. And then the other day I'm listening to a fucking podcast about Um Oh shit, what's his name? Uh Gaddafi. Oh yeah. And one of his kids 
how he ended up playing for like three different fucking Italian Lee uh, 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 Serie A teams. Just because he was giving the team so much cash. Right. Him. And then like threatening. You know, like it's just fucking insane. I will bomb your fucking right. team plane. Unfucking believable, man. Yeah. It's so crazy. That's awesome. Um, some of the funny, like soccer's nuts like that. People don't understand the corruption in that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and how amazing it's been. Well, and just, just generally in Europe. Like, right. how does that even happen? How does, like, your government allow that? Right. right. It's amazing. Like, but and like if, you're, if you're fucking, mm. like, if you're one of these Italian Serie A teams and Gaddafi's threatening to blow you up, you don't go to, like, your prime minister and be like, look, Omar Gaddafi's threatening to blow up our fucking team if we don't play this kid. <laughs> well, like, and I don't think that was the actual wording used, but, I mean, it's a Gaddafi kid, right? He's well, literally. Well, right. Why is he there in the first place, exactly. though? He shouldn't have taken the money to begin with, right? Exactly. That's yeah. what it is, right? It's keeping these teams afloat. Yeah. Getting and where's that money coming from? Yeah, it's like, oh, I got Hitler's kid playing for us. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Great. Well, they're gonna pay us a ton of money. Well, great. Now think it through. What happens after that? <laughs> it's the next step, dickheads. Jesus, that's yeah, pretty wild. Holy fuck. People. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Wow. What'd you think of football, man? It was a good weekend. Football was dope. Yeah, yeah I loved it. It was great. I saw. I was reading the. I think eight percent ratings up. Oh really? Yeah, already, it was a great so. week one. Yeah, you know, and I love that Jalen Hurts is good now. Like these fucking tools on like that Good Morning Football show. <laughs> like we we're two weeks ago, we we're sitting here winning. Like can this could play now. Like we think he can. It's like why don't you have a fucking thought in your head, like asshole? Why don't you like decide whether or not you thought he was any good before week one, right? Mm-hmm. And fuck, I just this, oh, fucking journalism is so dog shit. <laughs> it's so dog shit. But anyway, um, I, I was glad to see Jalen Hurts ball out because I'm a big Jalen Hurts guy. Um, I think he's going to be fucking dope. All these kids that can run and throw, and everyone loves, like, Trey Lance and all these other guys, and, and we both love Fields, and justifiably so, but uh, I think Jalen Hurts going to be right there with any of them. I really do. Like, I think Jalen Hurts can be fucking really good this league. Yeah, I thought he was – I thought it was an outstanding debut for him this year. I mean, I shouldn't say – I shouldn't call it a debut. I guess a, a season debut. Um, and and I thought he was probably one of the highlights of the weekend. And it he was great to no watch. Pub. He, he gets no pub, he doesn't. right? Like, no, he doesn't because, again, he wasn't one of those first-round right. first guys. Like, Trey Lance so had the game he had yeah. on, on Sunday. He talked about Holy it all the time. fuck. It'd yeah. be like, you know – Right, no one's even talking about the fact that they even played last week. It seems like, but it it's true, and and it was kind. Of, but you know what's funny, Javier, is that's kind of always been his way. Like even yeah. going back to college, he never got that much respect. And did it help that he had a, a rough first half, and and then Tua came in and won? Of course, it didn't help. But he then also went on to have a tremendous final year at Oklahoma, and had and by the way, had a great career at Alabama. Absolutely. <laughs> so, and threw the ball all over a lot of Oklahoma. Yeah, he did. I mean, he did. Yeah, And, he, and, and in Alabama, they were throw. throwing the ball. That wasn't yeah. the old fucking, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust Alabama offense. That's when they were starting to open it up. No, and to his credit, too, he's gotten a lot better. Like, he's that's, really improved. I think and that's the point. I think you How look at guys. How much he's gotten. Yeah. And it's tough to tell nowadays because a lot of times guys get one fucking year. Like, right. so it's hard to really see their improvement. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow, we, we didn't really see improvement from him. We saw a better system to show off how good he was. I think a lot of people understood how good he was going to be. And, um, but then you, you know, it's, it's weird when you see like a guy like Trubisky, we see him for basically one year and, and we just don't know. It's so, so hard to, to analyze, but Jalen hurts. We've seen for four, we saw for four years, we saw him for three years at, uh, at Alabama before he transferred over to, to Oklahoma. You know, we got a chance to really see him, progress and get better and better and and it's i think it's always a, a really impressive thing to see that and i i agree javier i think you know if i'm an eagles fan i'm super stoked because i think this is a fucking guy that you can really like 
depend on and, and believe in and and I think gave you enough or has really shown you enough that he's going to have a chance to be pretty special. I, and I think you made the best point of all, which was um, how much he's improved. And, and like you said, a lot of these one-year guys don't pan out, right? They have sure. one great year yeah. and, you know, that's kind of it in college. Uh, but we've seen Hurts for a long time and how much he's improved. And, and honestly, and that sounds, you know, but you go back to the – watch him at the Combine. Like, he was – as good a throw as anybody there that day. It was weird. I came in the next day. It was like the thing that surprised me was how good he was throwing the ball. Now that's in a t-shirt and shorts and no pressure and all that. But he was far better throwing the ball than anyone thought he was. And, you know, so far, uh, I think that's been true more or less. Uh, you know, and we'll see. You know, then last year was tough, right? The team had fallen apart. The line had fallen apart. But on a team that had given up, a coach that was on his way out the door, a quarterback that was given the finger by destroying the franchise – that dude came in, played well, and gave him a chance. Under the worst circumstances, worst circumstances imaginable, was positive. He sat there all offseason uh, listening to whether or not they're going to keep Wentz, if they're going to draft his replacement, to bring in a Minshew. Like, no one believes him. Everyone thinks he sucks. And he's sitting there just dealing with it. Mm-hmm. He's also, by all accounts, like the best locker room guy in the world. Sure. And he just went about his business, kept getting better. And he's like, all right. Then you know, they let him start week one. He fucking annihilates the Falcons. Annihilates them. If there was anybody, if there was any other quarterback in the league, people would have been just fucking, like, just furiously masturbating about how great he was. <laughs> it says Jill Hurts, no one really gives a fuck or believes in it, right? Sure. Like, oh, it's Atlanta. Yep. That motherfucker went on the road and kicked the shit out of the Atlanta Falcons on the road as a starting quarterback in week one of the NFL. Like, you've got to give him some respect for what he did. And, I'm telling you, man, like, we'll see you on the Eagles, but it would not surprise me at all if they're way fucking better than people think. Because Devontae's good, their O-line's good, their D-line's good. If they stay healthy, they're going to win a lot of games. They are. Fuck, who was I just about to talk about? I just lost my train of thought. Were you staying in the division? No. Oh. No, I wasn't going to stay in the division. I was going to talk about another guy, and I can't fucking remember Quarterback? who Quarterback? Probably, because who else are we talking T. about? T. Lawrence? No. Donkey? No. Rookie? Do we know that? Justin Fields? Trey. Oh, no, no, I got it. I got it. I'm sorry. Trey. I'm excited about tonight's game, which you know, for you people was last night's game, but I'm excited about tonight's game. I think Tyler Heineke might be legit. I like him, too. Yeah. Yeah, I like and him, too. And it's a good, it's a de- you know, it's a decent defense he's facing, but that should be a game where... Washington should just fucking dominate defensively. So it should be sure. a nice little game yeah. here for, for Heineke. But I'm excited about that, too. That's a, it's a nice storyline. It sucks, for obviously, for Fitzpatrick. But they signed Heineke because they do believe that he has an opportunity. They gave him $5 million. Yeah, chance, to, yeah they gave him $5 million yeah. bucks to be the backup after yeah. taking him off the street last year. And he was okay. It went great. I mean, you kind of see – I kind of thought you saw the cap on Heineke when they ran into Tampa, you know. Oh, yeah, like, sure. They're not beating teams like Tampa. With a but that was his first – year he played like four games he could improve too right and mm-hmm. i don't see, yeah to your point i don't see them much differently with fitzpatrick or heineke i, I kind of look at them i don't think me they really, too i don't it, really think they lost much, and it's one of those no. things like all right well we we know what fitzpatrick is yeah and it's not, I'm not besmirching, yeah i think fitzpatrick is a decent NFL quarterback but i think heineke if, is too right what if heineke ends up surprising us yeah. and he's a little bit better than decent if he's better right? than yeah. decent then watch he doesn't the fuck, turn the ball watch the fuck out and that's the one thing he did the one thing he didn't do in those the last couple games, actually, I don't remember about the other day, but the game, what thing he didn't do last year in the playoff game is he. he I don't think he turned it over. He didn't turn it over. I don't think he turned it over against San Diego or against the Chargers once he got in there. Did I don't the, think he did. Correct me if I'm wrong, did, but, but the Washington football team's 
if I remember correctly, they hung around with Tampa quite well, right? They did towards the yeah. I mean, they kind of got beat wasn't Tampa's down best game at the end, yeah. but but I mean, their defense kept them in that game. To yeah. your point, right? Their defense is going to keep them in every game. So I heard people today talking about how Washington's defense was was a little disappointing in Week One. I'm like. They held the fucking Chargers to twenty points. They held Herbert without the a touchdown. Are, the char- people don't understand yeah, the Chargers are a I Super guess Bowl team. They're not getting that. Yeah, yeah they, held they should. Tra- they held they, Herbert without a touchdown yeah, pass. I they, mean, they should understand it after this week. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're gonna kick the shit out of the fucking Giants. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Montez Sweat and Chase Young are gonna go fucking <laughs> bananas tonight. Holy shit! All right, Javier. Yeah. You ready for this? I am. The twenty fourth. European Ice Hockey Championships for under-18 juniors took place from April 4th to 11th in 1991. There it is. In Hakka. Well, okay, so the Junior A took place in uh, Czechoslovakia. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. So, oh, Czechoslovakia won. Just point that out. Yeah. Group B. That was in Czechoslovakia, right? It was. When it still existed? It was. Of course they won, dude. Of course they did. <laughs> True. Good point. You're not beating a Iron Curtain team on their own soil in that era. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Group B in Hakka. Yeah. Switzerland, Yugoslavia, Austria, and Spain. Group two, Italy, Denmark, Romania, the Netherlands. Spain, 6-2 lost to Switzerland. That's right. 8-1 to Yugoslavia. That's right. 6-1 to Austria. Yep. You move on, you're like, fuck, what are we going to do? Well, we got to play in the re- uh, relegation round against Austria, Romania, and the Netherlands. We lost to Austria, I think, 6-1. Correct. Romania, like 5-2 or something? 5-1. 5-1, and then we beat Holland 5-2. 5-3. 5-3. There you go, motherfuckers. That's Boom. awesome. Yeah. However, Javier, you were not named best goalkeeper. That went to Michael Sutnig yep. of Austria. Yep. That's fine. I give a shitload of goals. He played man. professionally, though, for a while. Yeah. yeah. I give up shitload of goals. <laughs> I mean, I had a trillion saves too, but Dieter Kalt was the leader's leading scorer. Yeah. Yes, there you go, Javier. You are. Uh, but yeah, I gotta watch. I found it. I gotta watch for best something. I can't remember. I have it that rules. House. Yeah. So each game you got to play. Oh, I think I got best player on my team. I think, oh, okay, yeah. So they had a huge award ceremony after. So after each that game, rules. they had the players of the game. Yeah. And they give you a plate, like a plate, a commemorative plate with like mm-hmm. the score and the date on it yep. and shit. So I have all all the plates from every game I played in. And then um, I got a watch for being, I think, the best player on my team. <laughs> yeah. There's a little description on the inside. It's like, best player. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And it was this huge ceremony and shit. So they, I, I remember when the kid, I, when the other kid won best goal. Wait, who was the name of the? There was some booing. Was the Spanish kid, like, what was his name? Alain Iturralde. Yeah, Alain Iturralde. 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 <laughs> Scored eight goals. Yeah. Two assists. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's pretty fucking good, man. Yeah. It's pretty good. Hockeyarchives.info. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible that, that's, that, that is somewhere. I mean, <laughs> yeah, dude. That is incredible. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty wild to find, isn't it? It's awesome. Dude, this fucking, the, the, the uh, group A guys are ridiculous. Oh, like yeah. all the top scorers, Forsberg, yeah, Naslin, Magnuson, Kovalev, yeah. Kapanen. So we were playing one level below that. Yeah, what you were know? you doing? <laughs> <laughs> because you probably should have been in Group C with Bulgaria and Hungary and D. We should have been in Group D. Probably. Oh, okay. Well, there was yeah, no- maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, C might be the lowest at that time. Great Britain. Yeah, that's, that's probably. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have been a good team in that group though. We would have been, you know, life and death. Yeah, yeah. we've been an underdog in every game in that group. 
So, but you weren't relegated. No, because we beat because we yeah. beat the Netherlands. That's what I'm telling you. That's where the federation was yep. like. There's this huge thing where the federation was going to yep. do the hockey program. There's like a million bucks, or it might not Whatever. been that, but yeah. you know, it's that's what I remember. Uh, if we stayed in Group E, thinking we there's no fucking way we'd stay in Group E. There's one of those like sleazy moves. They're like, if you stay in Group oh, E, we yeah. give you the money. Where <laughs> they're so ready to we we'll give you the money. You stay in Group E, we give you the money, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. and then they're like, they're never gonna fucking stay in Group E. And then guess what? <laughs> Fuck you, beat Holland, dicks. <laughs> That's so fucking great. Yeah. It was awesome. It was fucking awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. The crowd was going fucking bananas when we beat him, too. It was our last game. It was amazing. That must have been so amazing. That was so dope. Yeah. <laughs> I spent the entire podcast trying to find that. Yeah, well, you found it. That's incredible you found it. Yeah, so it was a, it was a European tournament, not the World Junior. Oh, it was European. It was Euro- yeah, Europeans. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Euros, as they like to call them. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, you want to play some uh, football? Oh, we done already? I, think I can't. I don't know. I feel like we've been going. I, don't, I have no idea, to be honest, how long we've been going. It's a little short. I did, oh, okay. Let's did, keep talking then. Yeah, I did want to. Yeah. I did want to mention this one thing because, like, the the COVID things. I'm just. I'm struggling to understand. <laughs> yeah. What the plan is here moving forward? I've had separate conversations. My kid is in soccer. My kid obviously goes to school. And there's been COVID. Oh, and, yeah, and there's yeah. been COVID incidents with both. And the prevailing idea seems to be that. Uh, every time COVID happens, there's going to be like a 10-day break for the kids involved, whether whatever activity it is. And I just wonder how exactly that's going to play out. I asked the guy, uh, the soccer guy this morning, he said, so what's your plan going to be like next year and the year after that and the year after that when COVID's still here and, um, you know, someone tests positive? Are you guys going to be closing things down for 10 days every time someone has a positive COVID test until the end of time? Mm-hmm. Like when will – when is that policy going to change? Because COVID is running rampant right now. And why is this vaccination thing a big deal, too? I also want, I don't understand that because the vaccine is not stopping the spread. So vaccinated or unvaccinated, you're still spreading it. The unvaccinated are not spreading it any more than the vaccinated are. There's no change in that. In fact, we have way more COVID now than we have a vaccine. All these incidents with COVID, at least in my life, are happening this year, not last year. None of this happened last year, right? So everybody's out and about because everyone's got the vaccine. Everyone's feeling good about that. And I do too. And that's great. And I am pro-vaccine. I'm anti-being forced to take it, but I am pro-vaccine. Then what the fuck is like, what, like, what we're like, do we just live in a world where people just ignore what's actually happening and and just continue to like believe in whatever stupid bullshit they believe in? Like the vaccine does not stop the spread at all. The spread is like way worse now. Like, they've gotten as many cases as they had in the first year already, and we're in August in the second year, and they have a fucking vaccine. So what the fuck? Like, yeah, and we live in a state where the everyone's vac- vaccinated. Yeah, it's like a pretty high, and especially in and the southern I, part of the that's state. That's what I, I said mean, to the guy. Like, ninety nine percent of Cleveland yeah. County's vaccinated. Yet we have all these break, all these fucking outbreaks theoretically mm-hmm. of a disease sure. that isn't dangerous to people who are vaccinated. So what exactly are we fucking doing here? Like. You know, and it keeps getting portrayed that, like, it's all these, like, toothless idiots in Kansas that aren't getting vaccinated when it's the poor inner city people that aren't getting vaccinated. Like, by and large, huge percentage of them aren't vaccinated living in urban areas. So what? Is, so you're going to have a vaccine passport. You're not going to let poor people go to the fucking supermarket because they're not vaccinated. Then you're going to tell me how you're, you know, you're fighting for poor people every day. What the fuck is going on here? Like, if people aren't going to be vaccinated, they're going to get COVID just like the people who are vaccinated. It's just the effect on them is going to be different. But... At what point are you just gonna are you gonna are we gonna all realize and actually for the first time 
in like two years, scientists finally admitted that COVID is not really something that can be eradicated because it exists in animals. So what the fuck? True. Like yeah. for how long? It, not only that, Dix, I mean, they're, they're, as you know, there are entire continents that were never going to get this vaccine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we have yeah. a global population that moves around. So, like, COVID's going to be here forever. Like like I said a year and a half ago, like, there's there's no way to end COVID. Like, that's not going to be the, the issue. So, in, like, five years, are we still going to be, like, fucking shutting shit down because someone got COVID? What the fuck? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I understood it as, you know, once the vaccine came out it was all right we're now going to live with covid right right because it's not going to kill covid i didn't really think covid would ever go away when when covid first came when it was coronavirus before it was even named covid right. i assumed that this was here for life man that Me it too. was going to be right next to the flu virus right. and whatever else like and eventually it'd be like the measles whatever and we'd have a good vaccine for it and i i assume that we're going to continue to have progress with the vaccines. They'll get better and, and better. Still, and that's how it works. Dude, the and, NHL yeah. had a mumps outbreak a few years ago. Right. The NFL yeah, had a mumps right. outbreak. Dude, they, remember that fucking... They had a, who was yeah, the, Sidney yeah, Crosby, Crosby had, fucking, had a second like, face. Yeah, it looked like the fucking Notre Dame, the hunchback of Notre Dame was huge wealth Right, he looked face. like the fucking uh, the mask for yeah. uh, Eric Stoltz. Yeah, exactly. And then you had and you had one in baseball, too. He had a mumps episode yeah. in baseball, like the Rays or somebody. Yeah. So, and there's been like MRSA and stuff like yeah, that, and staph infections that will go around, especially the NFL's had a couple of those. Unfortunately, Fauci and his yeah. assholes at the NIH, whatever it's called, fucking developed corona and infected the world with it. But now we all just have to live with it. I just don't understand, like, what is the end game here? Like, are we going to be canceling school for 10 days every time someone gets fucking corona? Like, what the fuck? Man? Yeah, I am. I'm I'm stunned that that is still like even uh, even a, a talking point. I just and me, the CDC, I, I just get blown away that I really <laughs> I find it hilarious that people really think it's just going to disappear at some point. Right. And like, the CDC what, is what? a different the CDC is a different definition for close contact in the school or out of a school yeah why is like that? somehow it's different in the school because the teachers unions wrote it for them and told them this is what you're going to tell people yeah and it's that's the problem too outrageous. and it goes back to and that just goes back to how disgusting um the teachers unions are well sure but just in like how much everything gets politicized right away sure I mean, there's never no one ever has good intentions and so like if people actually had good intentions and it wasn't just selfish intentions then you know, maybe we'd be talking about something differently. And, and it's also hard to take shit like this seriously when it just gets hijacked in the first 30 seconds. It's like every time there's it's like every time there's like a shooting or every time whatever the other opposite is or whatever side, they just hijack the story 30 seconds in. Of course. And it just becomes like, all right, well, Nonsense. No, no progress is going to be made here ever. Yeah. And so it, it this this is how it feels like for someone like me who. Uh, you know, I'm I'm pro vaccine, uh, but at the same like, I'm like you, Javier. I'm, the last thing I'm gonna do is yell at someone for not getting a vaccine. Yeah, just, like I really wish first, someone would get fucking vaccinated. Yeah, but, I would love for 100 percent of this world to be vaccinated right now. That'd be great. Yeah. We could all fucking well, actually, we wouldn't move on. No, because we wouldn't. People would find another reason. Right. That's the point. Because right, it's like fucking. It's like Biden the other day talking about like we need to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. I'm like, dude, why did I get a vaccine if it's not gonna be pro if it doesn't right. protect me in the first place? Exactly. And it's the what unvaccinated are we talking about? That need to be protected. Like, right. So and they keep trying to pay. As, as unvaccinated people as being like you know basically Republicans when it's just not true and it's the other thing like you're fucking the majority over. of people most who are, of the people aren't the majority of registered yeah I was gonna say the majority of registered Republicans are vaccinated it's right just, it's just this, most of the people that aren't vaccinated easy, are poor it's the easy Regardless, thing to just say it's like well right. we're just gonna say it's the MAGA heads and right. blah 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 but it's not it's, but, it's a socioeconomic right thing regardless of political party yeah. it's poor people that aren't right. getting vaccinated right so. 
you're going to fuck them over even more than they're already fucked over. And by the way, all this like pious bullshit by these fucking politicians. Don't forget, like seven leading Democrats told people not to take the vaccine because it was under Trump. That's true. Yeah. Like they came out and said, do not trust the vaccine because Trump made it. Trump did not make the fucking vaccine, you idiots. <laughs> no, I never understand that. I guess Trump was making it in his bedroom. Right. Like, so you, know, you use the Oval Office to uh, break right. out the fucking chemistry set. And then those assholes all high and mighty and piously tell everyone how stupid they are for not taking the vaccine. They told you not to take. And again, it's, it's fucking the, amazing. And that's why this stuff just drives you crazy. Because again, it's like, who has good intentions? Well, and the thing who is, as a parent, it's bullshit. And yeah, I don't understand why more parents, like and maybe parents. more parents will start to say fuck you to all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I'm watching my kid get her fucking soccer delayed by two weeks, get like the school thinks they're going to shut down, shut her class down for 10 days because someone got COVID. Fuck you. Like if she has, if she's negative, she's going to fucking school. Like what the fuck, right? So. If I didn't have kids, I wouldn't even fucking care. No, it's going to be playing golf, doing the show, smoking weed, not giving a fuck about any of this. But, sadly... Welcome to my life, Hav, except the golf part. Yeah, right. So, But, unfortunately, <laughs> I have to care about this stupid fucking shit, so now I care about it. And these people are fucking idiots. It, 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 in reality, is never dealt with, right? So, like, instead of conceding the fact that we all know is plainly obvious that the vaccine does not in any way slow the spread down. It just doesn't. Even if everyone was vaccinated, we'd still have all these cases because the fucking vac- because the, the, the disease still exists, right? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't hurt you if you're vaccinated or it doesn't hurt you as much most of the time, right? So you'd still, they're counting cases, like this is the other bullshit. The counting case of 23-year-old kid with a vaccine gets COVID, fucking does absolutely nothing to him and moves on. They co- that's COVID case. Like fucking COVID case, bro. Well, not really. I mean, that's like, like that. So that's like you giving fucking an allergic reaction to pollen for a day. Like it, it makes no difference. Well, yeah, and I, and I imagine that. Well, there's got to be millions of COVID cases that we'll never know about. Of course. So why are we like? Who right. cares about and those? Exactly. And, and like, I'm sure I, I would be shocked if I hadn't had COVID. Me too. My parents both had it. Me too. And, 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 and but there are people that are wired that like. They want to get COVID. Like, they're looking for any symptom, right? So as soon as they get a symptom, they get a test. Like, I bet you a lot of these assholes have tested positive for COVID have been tested, like, 150 times. Like, holy shit, I have a sniffle. I got to go get a COVID test. Fuck you. Yeah, I've been, I think I've, I tested, I tested once because I was, I was legit sick. I tested, I got tested once. I was legit sick to make sure. And... It, I literally found out, like, it was like a half hour later I got the results back. Yeah, I like, know. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, get the rapid test. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, who knows? Like, I have no idea. I assume I had it early. I mean, fuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing. How many people probably had it way before fucking March? Right, exactly. Before right. it was, like, known right. that it was out, even out there, right? right? Seriously. So, And I'm not trying to make light of the goddamn thing. I understand. I understand it. And that's why, again, I'm pro-vaccine. But, I mean, at the end of the day, we have to learn to live with it. It's well, just, plus- it's it's never going away right plus to the point is if you don't get the vaccine okay fine you don't get it you mm-hmm. might die but like that's really not like any of my concern it's a I decision that the person made right it's, it's their their, their individual their choice. Decision. i'm also not worried right. about them getting the polio vaccine like right, right like this this is just isn't something i think about because it doesn't like if someone doesn't want to do it don't fucking do it i don't give a shit yeah and if COVID kills you, that's too bad. I'm sorry, but you probably should have taken the fucking vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Same with the fucking measles, mumps, polio, any of that shit. I had a friend. Uh, I am a pro-vaxxer all the way. Huh? I, I had a friend back in the day that was a born-again Christian whose mm-hmm. kids weren't inoculated against any of this shit. 
And I was like, dude, like, what happens if they get it? Well, it's God's will. I'm like, fuck, all right, man. Like, God's will is to create vaccines, brother. <laughs> all right, but whatever. I'm not even going to argue that. <laughs> no, with I know. Him. I'm just saying. I'm like, that's the easiest look way to. Right. Look I'm at like, it. all right, dude. Like, that's the way you look at it. That's the way you look at it. Sure. But, like, I, how do you, you know, so, so, you know, hopefully nothing horrible happened to him or his family, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but at that point, you, you can't worry about it. Like, it's someone else's decision to make. So, like, these asshole fucking, like, Howard Stern, these pussies in the media, like, they're inflicting on my right to live. No, they're not, because you're fucking vaccinated, you stupid fuck. It doesn't do anything to you. Plus, plus you're an elitist who has tons of money. Yeah, right. Like, like when are you walking around poor people yeah. who are like... When are you on the yeah, subway? When are you, like, breathing on people, right, dude? Right. First off, he's a, isn't he a, he's a disease freak anyways, so he doesn't go right. out. Yeah, those, I know. Those so he's just are, fucking lying. Those people are just assholes. Right. right. And it's a whole sickness, right? Like, yeah. And it's all portrayed, like, now it's like a classist thing, like the AOC fucking Met Gala thing with their fucking tax and yeah, rich dress. Sure. So you've got her walking out, the political elite walking out in, like, a $20,000 dress that's being held up by, you know, is being lifted. Like, we live in, like, we. it's, it's almost like we live in, like, um, like, 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 in a monarchy now, like, 500 years ago in, like, medieval fucking feudalism where... You've got the Lord coming out in their $10,000 dress and the peasants holding it up off the ground behind her. All wearing masks. All wearing masks. Like nameless, faceless fucking worker bee peasants. Celebrities aren't wearing masks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Celebrities don't have to wear masks, but the, the nameless work, the, the nameless fucking loser fucking worker bees that are holding up the dress behind them, they're all masked up. Right, but AOC doesn't have to wear a fucking mask. What the fuck is that? Like the disease on that side of like the mentality is fucking crazy. At a thirty thousand dollar plate dinner, a table costs two hundred seventy five grand. It's one of the most self indulgent fucking things that happens on planet Earth, and they're fucking talking about taxing the rich. Are you fucking? It's serious? also an amazing like bullshit nonprofit because it just yeah it's, the met the it met just goes non- to the fucking met. right the met right. the met and also the met doesn't pay taxes right and it's not like that money's it's not like they're are they splitting it with like i don't know uh toys for tots or no kid hungry or who knows no that's, i'm sure that's all just yeah. going to the met oh i'm sure it yeah. is too and to pay their executives they right, probably exactly. make millions of dollars right, right? that so. is true it's a fucking nice 501c3 isn't it yeah it is yeah <laughs> they don't pay taxes <laughs> so so like you're baby. talking about tax or rich you can be able more money than anyone and yep. you're talking about tax rich fuck you and, and again the mass with only only the worker bees are masking, right? It's fucking crazy. They had a press conference in Europe the other day with all these European leaders. The, they didn't know the cameras were on. None of them were wearing masks. As soon as they were told the cameras were on, they'll hustle to put a mask on. Like, all of this is complete bullshit. It's all designed to fucking tell authority, authoritarian fucking governments to tell you what to do. And I'm not, and, and look, I mean, I think people should be safe. They should go get the vaccine. They should not, you know, risk death in all of this. But it's become like this fucking completely i mean the world has gone completely insane kardashians fucking uh shia chic fucking shia law chic fucking outfit their fucking taliban her glam taliban fucking oh, outfit teleglam so weird what is that teleglam like that's what it looked like to was. me it looked like a fucking shia law fucking outfit like glammed up it's like teleglam i don't know what it was it was teleglam. just i'm just gonna put a giant it's telegram. Like black condom on me. You told me that didn't look like ominous. And actually, Siraj had a bunch of fucking tweets about oh, it being like super fucking ominous. And he had like all the Taliban guys around her and shit. Because <laughs> that's what it looks like. It looks like the queen fucking, the queen witch Taliban fucking queen witch. Like, glam, like exactly, telegram. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't think of that. I should tweet it to him. <laughs> it's telegram. It's fucking like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's this fucking weird ass. So, the, fucking and that's thing. a mask like built into the fashion, mm-hmm. right? Like now, masks are so dope that it's gonna be part of my fucking like. Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, so I'm just I'm just struggling to understand like when I don't my kids are gonna be able to live a normal life. And 
you know, the next hurdle will be, well, once we get vaccinated, you know, kids under you know, 12 and under vaccinated, you know, that that's when. Bullshit. You'll find someone like the teachers union is never going to fucking work again. Well, I mean, that's the issue is that I don't think a lot of people want this to end. I mean, there are people that it's in their best interest, whether it be financially or emotionally or whatever it is yeah. that they just absolutely love the new way of things. It's weird. They love it. It's yeah. really weird. Everyone it. should absolutely hate this. Right. Exactly. And there's way too much comfortable comfortability. Is that a word? Comfort. There we go, Chris. I'm a fucking idiot. There's way too much comfort in and around this way of life. No quite. And, and look, and I've made this point before in our podcast, but it's weird. If you read any literature for the last 2,000 years, especially when we talk about like life literature, people speak about the condition of man. Yeah. The central theme is freedom because it's been so rare throughout the course of human history. So few people, people take it for granted, though. Man. So few people have been free throughout yeah, the course of I human know. history, really, since humanity started, right? It's been a tiny percentage that have been free. And uh, like truly free, sure. And every major, I mean, you want you read any any fucking literature from from any time from like beginning of time till now. One of the main central themes is a man's freedom, right? And in like fifty years, we've decided we're tired of that freedom. We're going to give it back. It's unreal. Yeah, it's it's, it's unfucking believable. It's incredibly stupid. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's I, I'll never understand this. I'll never get it. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, this all ties in together, but it just. I'm getting real frustrated because my kid's getting fucked out of a lot of stuff. I understand it, man. You know, I, I, my kid's I, getting fucked out of a lot of stuff unnecessarily. Totally understand. And these organizations yeah. don't have any contingency plans, so the fucking soccer coach gets fucking COVID, right? And there's no backup plan. Right, so just uh, two weeks, we'll yeah, start. We'll start yeah. in ten. We'll start in two. Like, like, well, and honestly, coach? the people working there, like, they do a volunteer. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm not picking on them because they really do do a great job. But when, it, when that kind of stuff is, like, happening at your schools and schools that are funded to be better than that, then it's it, it just – it's just the policies are insane. They make no sense. And, and they're ignoring the fact that fucking COVID is spreading. Like if you're going to open up everything, like it's open, we've got full fucking, we've got all the billionaires are working. They have throughout the whole thing, but now they're at least letting us watch the billionaires work, but open up stadiums and shit, right? Like we're doing all this shit for no, the only reason we're doing it is because we have a vaccine, right? Mm -hmm. So people, not as many people are getting sick of dying, but the spread has not changed at all. The spread has gotten way worse. So, all of a sudden, we're pretending that everything's fine, everything's open, but at the same time, we're going to just impose restrictions on kids. Like, kids are the only people that can get fucked here. Like, like we're going to close schools, and we're going to, like, shut down school and kids' programs, but every stadium in the NFL is going to be fucking wide open. Oh, and they're going to they're gonna mandate that you have a vaccine to be in that stadium. Okay, well, why? Again, why? The person with the vaccine is just as likely to spread it as the person without the vaccine, so why the fuck... Why is this like vaccine looked at as anything but a preventative for people who don't want to die? It doesn't do anything to stop the spread. Yeah, that's how I always looked at it. Like I didn't I always assumed that I could ease not easily, but I could still definitely get it, but it was a, a better way to keep you out of the hospital. Wasn't the whole idea to basically keep people out of the hospital to take the strain off the hospitals? Cuz again, well, the, just to not die. But <laughs> and, and well, sure, but I'm just simply looking at it from a like a like the whole you know, people want to talk about the greater good aspect right, of it. Sure. Like that that's essentially the J&J. &J. I mean, the J&J &J is like 60% uh, keep you know, well, like we knew that sixty percent. We but, just knew it wouldn't kill you. But it's you. like a hundred percent won't kill you. Right, yeah. Exactly. So, so like those th are that's great. We knew that yeah. when we got the vaccine. So right. Like I don't understand. Like I don't. Again, Javier, it's the whole idea of it. like the whole idea of like people won't move on until it's eradicated. It's never going to be eradicated. Right. Exactly. Unless you find some magic pill that kills it and it just disappears. Like that shit's not There's happening. No way though, because right. again, it exists in animals. Of course. So how are you going to kill every animal? I'll gonna, kill you. You're going to vaccinate every fucking. I will. Rat. Bat. No. 
cow. Never mind. Fuck. We're gonna live with it. <laughs> Good luck. I know, man. I know. I understand. I feel. I feel terrible for you because, again, like I, I can't imagine what it's like having a fucking kid, and oh, especially. Brutal. I mean, to have them in private school where it's not a kid outbreak. It's right. a fucking maybe a teacher. Maybe. 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 Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You're telling me you don't have fucking well, also, substitute teachers? Well, that's the thing. If my kid, and that's fine, yeah. you want to keep this, like, if you want to keep someone out that, that tested positive, oh, that, well, if, that's your, if yes. that's your policy, yeah. I'm not even sure that makes sense. But but if that's your policy, but that's, that's your, everyone's policy. That's your policy yes. and that's everybody's policy. Yeah. It's fine. But then don't make the kids miss 10 days of school. Well, and again, you're telling me they're ki- like, you can't kid, have a kid or a teacher come in and do it? Right. If, yeah. the kid, if the kid tests negative, the kid should go right back to school. Right. So, yep. and that's just, but now I just. I have a problem with 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 the policies though that that are going to continue to do this when they're not based in anything. Like that's the that's the problem I have is like, what is this based in? Like, who are you? Like, take it out. Of, just take it out of that particular one situation. Like, what is the what is the thought process behind these vaccine mandates and and, and passports? What is that idea that like the Buffalo Bills are going to require everyone to be vaccinated before they go into the <laughs> right? Yeah. Why? Yeah, like I understand, like even the NFL's policies with vaccinated and unvaccinated players, they make no sense. This is all just demonization of people that aren't vaccinated, where they're the only ones that are in any danger anyway. Mm-hmm. So I never, I just don't understand what the fuck is going on. And you want to have your political fights in Washington? That's fine, but this shit affects you on a personal level. If you have a kid, right? So like, why are parents just like sitting there being like, okay, <laughs> it's <was> fine. <laughs> I don't get that. I don't either, like, man. Do you understand what's happening around you? Have you like, have you noticed that like having the vaccine does nothing except for prevent you from dying from it? That's all it does. Yeah, it's a good question, man. It's a good question. <laughs> so get it. It's and like, up. when is that policy ever going to change? Like, you know, I, that's 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 what's frustrating. Like some some yeah. asshole anchor on like MSNBC or, or one of them or you know one of those shitty channels. Said, like, she can't fathom why people are being allowed to travel without a vaccine passport. Like, first of all, because we don't live in fascist fucking Italy, right. right? That's the first reason. But the second reason would be because it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Like, how does it matter? I don't know. It's like Australia. Is, is Australia ever going to open up again, or are they just going to, like, live Well, we're with... going to have an armed revolt at some point. Right, or they're just going to have the weirdest fucking life for the rest of their you know existence like that thing where they have to check in with the phone and shit yeah. did that actually end up happening i don't know i, no I mean idea. that's fucking insane yeah i'm not sure i doubt it did i yeah. bet you they got a lot of dick pics back <laughs> probably <laughs> holy shit that's I what i was that's that. what i was saying that would have been hilarious oh i would have yeah. sent him a picture of my dick been like this is where i am i showed my dick like with a mountain in the background <laughs> yeah i'm in the right spot here's my dick good night boys you can tell it's me because this is my dick <laughs> How did I go? I'd happily come in and do a... 80% dick pics again. You need me to come in and do a dick print? I'll, ha- I'll happily give you a mushroom stamp. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be so amazing. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, come on. You wouldn't give them a dick pic the I, first time they required that? No question. My dick would have been out. Mm. I'm like, fuck you. Here it is. Yeah, that would have been great. Here I am. They'd probably arrest you for, like, indecent exposure. <laughs> indecent exposure. Yeah, they're probably too busy getting all the non-compliance right. people. Right. Beating the shit out of, like, an eight-year-old who fucking walked outside by accident. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking danger to state. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, anyway. Yeah. I, I I just can't wait until until all these fucking idiots. I don't know what the fuck. I, I, 
I'm hoping the next election brings a complete change in personality of the government and uh, we get a bunch of people in there like, fuck this bullshit and just stop all the mandates and tell everybody to go live their lives. That would be awesome. Hopefully that happens because this is fucking brutal. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Yeah. And again, like, and you know, in the fucking states, the, the fucking blue states are going to hold on to this shit forever, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, someone on your block has COVID. No one can leave their house for a month. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> There's uh, a story about how George Washington dealt with smallpox like 200 years ago. <laughs> and he, he fucking made sure everyone got it as soon as possible because it spread so rampantly yep. through the army. Yep. They basically was like, get them in here. We'll inoculate them. <laughs> give them some smallpox. and Let's be on our way. Yep. So, I mean, even like fucking George Washington has wooden teeth and no fucking like no knowledge at all is fucking smarter than Fauci and these idiots. Fauci, dog. It's unbelievable. Fauci creates fucking COVID and it's like... <laughs> He is truly the father of fucking COVID. <laughs> He's the godfather of COVID. When, is he going to go? He up like made front, it. Once he go up against the? Uh, once he go up against uh, what's his face again? Or Rand Paul? Yeah, I hope soon because he fucking eviscerated him twice. Mm. It's gonna be great. I can't wait for Fouch Dog to go to jail for like. It, it's gonna be like a trillion times more satisfying than when Avenatti went to jail. Oh God! Or funny. if like Cuomo goes to jail, won't even sure. touch. Wouldn't even touch Fauci. <laughs> right. right. Wouldn't touch Fauci. Fauci going to jail would be like it'd be like the Pats going fucking one fifteen. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to get out of here? Sure. I had to get that off my chest. No, I'm, I'm it's glad you did. Driving me fucking crazy. I'm glad you did. It's driving me nuts. It's good for you. Plus, people like it. People are always asking for your COVID rants. <laughs> <laughs> they are on Twitter. Yeah, like, is there a hot COVID rant this week? <laughs> really? Well, I mean, there's like a fifty percent chance there is. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, you got kids. You I never, got, yeah, you wouldn't deal- even fucking care. I wouldn't deal with the rash of shit. I get it. Yeah. Uh, thanks again to Nosh Kitchen Bar. Thanks again to Main Man Flavors. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at B Strength Pod on both. You can always send us emails as well, brutestrengthpod at gmail.com. Thank you all so much. And, uh, yeah, anything else, Hav? Washington oh, football team know. tonight. I know yeah. you, you – listen, I, I get you. You're not going to hear it, but it's my lock of the week, so bet it. <laughs> yeah, you're going – this is your survivor pick, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, oh are yeah. you doing different? No, are I should. No, lock of the week and survivor no, different? I should stick. I'm going to well, stick with it. We should do a lock of the week that's a gambling thing yeah. and then uh, – that's a good idea. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, my lock of the week last week was the over in the great lock. Tampa yeah. uh, Cowboys. That game. was the easiest fucking lock. The fucking JR wins had to go under on. So one bagel greedy. That's true. You are beating him one nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Nice. Thanks. See you.